Let's review the basic principles of anterior petrosectomy or the anterior petrosal approach, briefly using a cadaveric dissection. You can see the incision in this cadaver is relatively curvilinear. I usually use a straight incision just anterior to the ear while protecting the superficial temporal artery. In the cadaver, because of the stiffness of the scalp, a larger scalp flap was elevated. You can see the temporalis muscle is being reflected anteriorly. A bone flap was also elevated. You can see the root of the zygoma in this case, the size of the bone flap, which is about two-third anterior to the IC and one-third posterior. However, the location of the bone flap has to be adjusted to the location of the pathology and its relationship to the internal auditory canal. And you can see the root of the zygoma re-identified here, the elevation of the scalp flap, mastoid air cells have to be waxed if they are open during the craniotomy. I use a lumbar drain during the surgery and make sure the dura remains intact during the elevation of the bone flap. Here the overhanging bone over the metafossa will be drilled away so an unobstructed view toward the middle fossa floor is possible. A drill is usually effective during the operation. The air cells are invariably entered. Next, the metameningeal artery is transected at the level of foramen spinosum and the dura is elevated from the posterior to anterior direction to protect the greater superficial petrosal nerve. Here you can see the drilling over the area of the petrous apex. CT neuronavigation can assist with bone removal during the surgery. The traditional landmarks are as follows. The anterior border of the resection is just posterior to the dura over the mandibular branch of the trigeminal nerve. The lateral border of bony resection is the greater superficial petrosal nerve and the posterior border of the bony removal consists of the internal auditory canal and cochlea. You can see the bone can be quite dense in this area. Bony removal has continued. Fixed retractors are generally necessary. Bony removal is continued until the dura of the poster fossa is encountered. As you can see here, the IC is protected. In this case, I inadvertently tore the dura over the poster fossa. In this cadaver, because of the attenuation of the dura, and you can see now the dura in the middle fossa is open in a T fashion and is connected to the opening within the posterior fossa. The trigeminal nerve is transversing just at the 
junction of the posterior and middle fossa dura along the posterior aspect of the cavernous sinus and the dural opening has to be carefully conducted in that area to avoid any injury to the trigeminal nerve. Here's the dural opening in the T fashion toward the posterior fossa. Here you can see the trigeminal nerve that was protected during the dural opening and the extent of the exposure toward the ventrolateral aspect of the posterior fossa. Again, here's the trigeminal nerve. I'll stop the video right there to show you again the opening from the middle fossa toward the posterior fossa, the anterolateral aspect of the brainstem, the location of the trigeminal nerve, and how it can be quite hidden within the dura of the middle fossa joining the dura of the posterior fossa. Thank you.